Today's Diana Prince is Gabriela Barrero. She helped many entrepreneurs turn their businesses into thriving vessels. No Plan B is Gabby's first solo business venture. She also built the Vault Music Studio with her husband in 2017. Gabby is also the founder of the Next Generation Network, where she connects entrepreneurs via bi-weekly networking calls. She is a coach and consultant to female founders, building their service-based businesses. Gabby's passion for serving others started at a very young age and has not stopped since. And that is why she is my Diana Prince for today. Today, I will be talking about building community with Gabby. Gabby, thank you for joining me on Diana Prince. I'm so excited to talk about the networking space. As a new entrepreneur, I really am intrigued. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Wonderful. So I guess what we can do is just get started on your backstory. It's really, um, you know, it interests me because you had um, a business before and uh, that you launched with your husband in 2017, and then you started No Plan B Consultant. Then you found, then I, you know, if I have it right, then you founded the Next Generation Network. What's the link with all that and, and your expertise on networking? Yes. So my background is very much within community. I am very lucky to be the daughter of a Colombian immigrant. My father came here from Colombia when he was eight and grew up in Brooklyn. Is a mainly of Norwegian heritage. So she's been here for a few generations, but I'm lucky to have a family that... So I grew up in a very mixed environment, spending weekends with my mamita and my family, my Colombian family in Bayonne, New Jersey. And then I spent a lot of time as well with my mother's side of the family in Minnesota, New Jersey. And Minnesota, New Jersey, what am I saying? Minnesota, the, the St. Paul and, and uh, Minneapolis over there. And it was two different sides of the world that I grew up in. And I also grew up playing sports. So when I decided to go um, to college, I said, I love people. I love people's stories and I want to work with people. So I went for hospitality management and it, at CCM, now it's my local county college. That's where I met my then boyfriend, now husband, when I was 18. And we kind of just hit it off. He just so happened to have a recording studio in his parents' house in his room. He had converted it to a recording studio. And me first going for hospitality management, but then it was too easy. I wanted more of a challenge. So I moved more into economics and accounting. That's what I then got my bachelor's and master's in from Bloomfield College um, in Bluefield, New Jersey. And I started to give him tips. I started to say, hey, I think you should introduce a snack bar. Hey, I think you should introduce this kind of pricing. And he was almost in a way my first client. And so we took it from there to when he uh, two years later, we opened our first brick and mortar in Rockaway after he had established enough of a client base, consistent income coming in, that way he could clear the overhead. And at that point, I was then in graduate school um, for accounting. So we continued to build it, you know, expanded into the brick and mortar. We had our first child together in 2019. I managed and co-owned and did a lot of our community events, grant writing, um, you know, all of the things that have to do with the finances and the strategy. That way my husband could just sit and do what he loved every single day. He could be a true creative. Mm -hmm. I love the EOS terminology, which means there's a visionary and there's an integrator. So he was very much the visionary of this is what I love to do. I just need to be doing what I love. And I was more so the integrator of here's all the systems that we can put up and let's make sure that we're set up for success. And then as the pandemic hit and I was pregnant with my second, with my son, I started to look around at all of the entrepreneur friends that we had and realized that they didn't have the kind of support my husband had because they were solopreneurs. They were doing it all alone. So that's when I moved into coaching and consulting and working with mainly minority millennials. And I like to say mixed millennials because I am mixed. A majority of my friends are mixed as well. Um, and we all come from different backgrounds and it's not really that 
easy to fit in just one space. So that's also why I like to build community because I believe that we need an accurate representation of the actual demographic yeah. of, of certain areas. And I wasn't finding that. So of course, if you can't find it, you create it. So I start, first started off events doing solely personal development events when I was 18 and 19. And then I moved into hosting my own masterminds. And this was before I started my own business, but just because I love bringing people together to work on ourselves, to work on self-improvement, to work on personal development. And then that kind of just naturally um, started occurring now where I'm able to host events and summits and help speak at them, help the marketing for them and coach and consult millennial women today that are first time entrepreneurs, you know, solopreneurs that want community that really, really seek um, to improve themselves. And that's where I find myself now in 2020. Yeah, that's quite a link. I, I, I When I introduced you, I know that uh, one of the things that I said is that you, this has been in your blood since day one. So, so yes. there, therein lies the link. Um, thank you for that background. So community building is one of those daunting's that, um, like I know personally, when I wanted to launch my business, the fact that I had to go out and network, the fact that I had to go out and build my own community and it's, you know, um, and finding the right path to do it was one of the things that, you know, that I hesitated on. And that actually was, uh, scared me, you know, to the, to the point of the, okay, I, I don't want to cross this line because that that's a, a space I'm not comfortable in. I actually have a, a corporate background. So I had community, you know, within the corporate thing, but it's, 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 it's very different when you walk out and it's just, you have this huge <laughs> space and you have to go find your community. So I, 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 I love that you're on with me because I, I still have so many questions, you know, just watching, I, I'm five years into it. So I'm going to ask you this questions. I'm going to, I'm going to take, you know, like a macro view of communities just based on what I've seen. So if we have, you know, I, I, I've been a member of several communities and in every community, every community, there's a common thread. And I'm going to put it uh, out there like it's like a classroom, you know, you've got those that sit on the front and are continually engaging. And then you got the rest of us who just, which was me, <laughs> that kind of sat and sit in the background. What, what, tell me, um, where are those, you know, when you're, when you're looking at a community, you know, uh, uh, a networking community, any networking community, you know, uh, you know, the ones that are most vocal, but where are the others? Who are the others? Yes, I think this is something that's very interesting to me as well, because I love psychology. So I love the psychology behind community and how people come together and connection, because I think that's a key point that some people miss in community is how much we rely on connection. And if it's not in-person connection, you need to be able to feel connected to the individual in some way, shape, and form. I think I, I'm lucky to have different perspectives because mm -hmm. I grew up playing soccer my entire life. So I am so used to community and connection and the common threads that come with it. And so when I go into community or when I host community myself, I aim to get to know every single one of my members. I get to know every single thing about them. I spend time DMing them or voice messaging them. We go to events together. I live in New Jersey, but I go to events in Vegas and California and Massachusetts and Connecticut. I am going to, I am like, I live, breathe community and connection. And so I go out of my way to ensure that anyone that's going to come and be a part of my community 
I am getting to know you. I'm getting to know your goals. So that way I can strategically connect you with others within my community or that I just know if we network. I'm also getting to know different nuances about you because mm -hmm. sometimes you connect with someone not even based off what you do for a living, but based on your upbringing, commonalities in, in food choices or book choices. And like you're saying, there's so many common threads. But I think a lot of times within community, it's just looked at as, as something that can bring an in income. So mm -hmm. people are now launching these amazing memberships and communities that are largely for financial gain and not entirely for the gain or the overall well-being of the community, which is what I truly believe in. I think it's community and its impact over income, but I do understand that not a lot of people have that same um, agree, that don't agree with that. So a lot of people in my community believe the same thing. They believe so in impact over income. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interject. So basically, I, I think what you're saying is that in your community, you've seen the same pattern, right? And then in your community, you're saying that you take that first step and you just make sure that you're the one Multiple. that is engaging even with the folks that are not active to make yes. sure. That, yeah. Because that, it normally comes no. from where they are mentally. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times those members that might not be as engaged might just have a heavier workload with the kids or might be going through a separation or a divorce. They might be going yeah. through things that are so deeply personal that there's almost no way for it to not bleed into the other areas of their life, especially as an entrepreneur. It can be hard to differentiate of like, how am I going to show up? You know, mm -hmm. I am my entire business. So when I show up to this networking call, are they going to be okay if I cry because my kid just screamed at me this morning where instead I like to create safe spaces and I like to make sure my members know that I'm transparent and I'm very open and I want you to be able to do the same thing. We're not asking you to come in all glitzed and glam. That's amazing if you'd like to, but if there are days where you just feel like, I know I need connection and I know that I don't look my best right now, please still come and join us, even if it's for 30 minutes, even for 15 minutes. So I think that even though I, my community is semi on the smaller side, I have about 60 members, 60 to 70 members. I know every single one of my members. Wow. Every, I can tell you what they do. I can tell you almost like kids' names, kids' ages, but that's just the way that my brain has worked due to you know my upbringing and due to the way that I was raised. I was raised to you know take care of people love people, respect people, and honor them because they've probably gone through a lot. And the least you could do is get to know their name, what they love, what lights them up, and what they're working towards. I think that's almost like the least that I could do as a community leader and a host. But I'm not sure if quite everyone has that idea. Some community leaders believe that if you're here in my community, you have to work for it. Mm -hmm. You have to earn time on my calendar or you have to earn my my referrals. I, 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 don't, I don't have that same, um, I don't have that same point of view. I, I like that. And I think it, it, it you know, um, what you do is very important because I, I could tell you just from my experience going into these communities, especially when you're just starting out, let's, you know, I was a wallflower. <laughs> I was the one that sat in the background and I could see where your engagement would have mattered to me in terms of, of you know, just getting me out there and getting me to, to post. So let, let's talk about that a little bit. Like, uh, you know, for that, um, you know, a person that's just starting out in a net, you know, finding their, their comfort zone, finding their people, you know, and, and, you know, joining so many communities, what would you say that is the most important thing that they can do? Let's say they're in a community that's not, you know, necessarily doing the one-on-one -on -one that you do. Um, mm -hmm. What is the most important thing that they would need to know, you know, on how to, you know, engage and, and get themselves out there, be a little bit more visible so that people at least know that they're, you know, that they are running a business and, 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 you know, you know, I, I think you get my point. It's just basically what should they post? What should they, you know, where should they go? Where should, you know, how, how should they get started? 
Yes. My, I, I have almost like a whole diagram in my head because often the people that I network with are those people. They're new entrepreneurs that are kind of passed to me like, Hey Gab, I met this lady at a networking event and she wants, you know, she needs more access. She wants to know more about community. So some of the theories or some of the suggestions that I would give is a understanding the investment that you want to make, not only the financial investment, but the time investment. Um, there are communities that are free and then there are communities that are a hundred to 200 to $300 a month. Mm -hmm. And you understanding what is the goal of you networking? Are you networking to just talk more? Are you networking to meet new clients? Are you networking to meet collaborators? And sometimes people are like, no, 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 I'm just here to be here. Okay, well, then we have to lower our expectations if we're just here to be here, because that's the reaction, you know, that's the response that we're going to get. So I always like to ask, what are your goals? What it, either it's goals in your business or maybe personal goals? Are you just trying to collaborate more? Maybe you're trying to get a speaking engagement or get on more podcasts. Help me understand that. That way, can also know who we can connect you with to those direct communities, but also the investment level. It's understanding that maybe podcasting for you might be free guesting, but if you want access to all of these, you know, hoity-toity podcasts, we need to be ready to invest either in some PR or some strategy, some branding photos. And then my other one is understanding your mission and your values. I think a lot of individuals join communities. They sign up for the year or for half a year, not realizing that the individuals in those communities do not match their values, their morals, oh, their oh, ethic guidelines. Let's just go there because <laughs> that's actually very important to put out front and center because when you're starting out in business, a lot of the times, I know for me, um, the suggestions were the, um, what do you, chambers? Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce, um, the chambers. Um, there were other suggestions. And yes. what the, the thing that took me a long time to realize is how, not invested they are in your personal growth. You know, the networking is there, but they're not invested in your personal growth. They don't even know where you're at in your business. It was, you know, just from my personal thing, it, it was a wasted couple of years, you know, with the networking space, not realizing that networks like yours existed, where you engage with other business owners and everybody knows where you're at, what you're looking for. So, you know, I want to put that <laughs> definitely out there for anyone who's <laughs> listening in. That's, you, yes. know, you know, there are better networks that are more that will help you grow versus, you know, your, your, your you know, chamber of commerce. And, and it took me a while to, to realize this isn't my space. Yes. This isn't yes. my space. That's another thing is, you know, business owners, you know, just from, you know, uh, an entrepreneur to another is that you, you have to know or you, you need to get to, to, to your space and give yourself permission to go move on. Cause that, that, you know, I can't even right? tell you how many women that I sit down with and I'm like, hey, okay, how much are you investing in these other communities? And, and investing in community can rack up. So, you know, you can have your low tier where it's maybe 20 to 30 a month, but then you have these higher tier communities that are $300 a month to be in there. And so if they do not align, align with your mission and your vision and your values, you should not be contributing to that community, or you should bring your thoughts up to their board, to their CEO. And, but that's kind of almost the last point that I always make when it comes to community is that mm -hmm. the community quite often mimics the leader. So mm -hmm. any given community that you're in, if you can't align with the leader, the leader or if they're leading a certain lifestyle, 
that you will never want. I I have a lot of aspirations for myself, but they're very mixed aspirations, right? A home in Columbia, my father, my my husband's mixed, so like a, a home in DR too, like supporting our, our family, supporting, and re- my my children are mixed. They're, they're extremely mixed because me and my husband are both mixed. So seeing a leader that has no um, diversity and then also doesn't support diversity and then doesn't support community, but they have their own membership is always like a no brainer to me. I'm like, no, no, thank you. It doesn't add up. It doesn't matter. I love that point. And I, I also have experienced that where you like join a community and you're wondering, well, why, why doesn't this fit with me? Like, why, why do I feel like there's no alignment here? And it's because, you know, it was, it was there, you join. And then a year later, you know, and you, you invested, you know, a couple hundred bucks, 300 bucks, 600 bucks, whatever it is, you realize you just, the, you know, the leader doesn't resonate with you. There's nothing nothing there. And it's just not about, yeah, it's not about just the networking piece and who you're going to think. It's like, basically, you know, do you, do you, as the, you know, to your point, does the leader really um, have something to buy into or not? Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I've done (laughs) everything you're saying, Gabby, I have been through. And like right now, I actually hope everybody just listens to this podcast because it could save them a lot of trouble. Yes. And that's why I always say when people are unhappy with the communities that they've invested in is Mm -hmm. I kind of go through those questions. How much did you invest monetarily? How much time have you invested? Right. Do you have your goals? Do you understand your own values? And then if all those you, 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 you did your homework on all those, you controlled everything you could possibly control, but you're still not happy. It's most likely the leadership and those that are owning the company, right? They probably don't have representation of thought. Uh, they don't have diversity of background. So you see only events in certain locations, events that hit a certain price point that possibly you can't afford or afford. Um, sustainably to to continue to invest every single month or every single mm-hmm. quarter. So I think just doing that little bit of homework and understanding is that leader someone who I'd want to go and have lunch with often? You know, is that leader someone who I invite over to my events and invite over to, or is that leader unreachable? Are they some sort of person that's on a magazine cover that people want to look like, right? They're skinny. They're normally Caucasian. Mm-hmm. You know, they normally have incredible style and they normally come from extreme, extreme wealth. Um, that is most likely generational wealth. And mm-hmm. it's also looking, you know, how, are we just kind of recreating these cycles in some places where women follow people simply because of the looks that they're selling in the marketing and not really so much who they are off, you know, off the screen? And how are they supporting small business and women entrepreneurs in real life every single day is often my question. Wow. Thank you for that, Gabby. That is just, uh, I'm telling you, I, I, that speaks to me <laughs> in a million ways and, and, and my journey. So I, I really appreciate you coming on and just, you know, shedding some light on the, on, on the networking community, giving women permission just to look at it a little deeper and, and make those decisions, walk away from spaces that don't, you know, uh, that, that, don't, align. You, that yeah. don't align with you and your values and, and, and your path. Um, I would actually throw in there that if they're not helping you grow, maybe, you know, maybe that's not for you either because there, there is a cost associated with most of them and, and you got to see where your investment is best laid yeah. out. Just to, um, we're, we're getting a little uh, short in time. So I, I want to start closing it out and I want to give you an opportunity, just speak to anything that you have coming up so that our audience can, can connect with you or, or, you know, take advantage of, of an event that you have. Of course. So this each month I do bi-weekly virtual networking calls through my network, the Next Generation Network. And then I also have one monthly collaboration networking call, which I collaborate with another community or another event host and event planner that I, excuse me, that I 
really align with. So that way we can bring more diversity of character and different individuals through our networking calls together, because that's the aim is to, to meet new people who align with you and, and who you can connect with and strategize with. So definitely you can head over to my website or you can follow me on Instagram at NoPlanBConsulting. And I always post about all the networking events. Um, one of my favorite branding people ever is Ati Grinspun, who lives out in Vegas. She is having BU Brand Live at the end of this month. So I'm not sure if anyone, everyone will probably just maybe hear about it afterwards, but I highly recommend following Ati G. She is amazing. When it comes to networking and community, a lot of times you need to know and understand a bit about your personal brand. So she does a lot of amazing work um, with women, new, new entrepreneurs, new female entrepreneurs that are trying to understand, you know, where they, where they belong in this world of entrepreneurship, especially those from different demographics, which I love. Um, so that one's coming up. And then if you're in the New Jersey area, MSU is going to be celebrating uh, Women's Entrepreneurship Week. I believe that is October 18th or October 16th. So there's a lot of amazing events. I also post all of them on my Instagram because I believe we need to be able to have diversity in where we attend and where we meet people. And um, that one is free, the one in MSU at MSU next month. So I'll have a few coming up. I think October 20th, I have one that I'm working on. And then once a month, also in the New Jersey area, I host like a women's tea breakfast where it's just completely free. Come in, we chat, we talk. It's a lot of mamas, a lot of mixed millennials that just aim to get to know each other at a personal level. And they're all on your website, right? All these yes. events. Yeah, great. Because I am going to post your website up on the description. So if you want to learn more about Gabby and no plan B, and her network, I, I highly recommend you look her up because it's, you know, for entrepreneurs, it's a big world out there. And uh, I think that uh, we can save you a lot of headache, you know, in yes. terms of finding the right people. So just look Gabby up and I'll have her link in the description.